This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Coffee Break German, Lesson 10. Herzlich willkommen zu Coffee Break German. Ich heiße Mark. Mein Name ist Thomas. And we are delighted to be back with you once again with another lesson of Coffee Break German, in which we'll be helping you, or indeed Thomas will be helping me, learn some German. Wie geht's heute, Thomas? Sehr gut, Mark. Wie geht's dir? Well, just before we started this lesson, you taught me a new word, and that is müde. I'm tired. Ich bin müde. Heute bin ich müde. Ah, that's okay, Mark. I hope it's going to be an easy lesson. We're doing lots of review today and go through all the things we learned in the last lessons. Okay, so this will hopefully be a good review for all of our listeners. And by the end of this lesson, hopefully you'll realize just how much you've learned. Shall we get started? Yeah, lass uns anfangen. Auf geht's, Mark. So, as we said, we are going to begin with a little review from last time. Thomas, last time we were looking at languages, and I think you've got some phrases for me to translate into German. I'll give you a few English phrases, and we'll see if our listeners can translate them. Okay. I understand a little German, but I don't speak any German. Okay, so we'll give our listeners some time to think this through. Let's hear it one more time. I understand a little German, but I don't speak any German. Okay, so I understand a little German. Would that be ich verstehe ein bisschen Deutsch? Yeah, good. But I don't understand, I don't, I don't speak any German. Aber ich spreche kein Deutsch. Ah, sehr gut, yeah. You realize the kein. Yeah, so it is not any becomes kein because we're talking about not any German. Kein Deutsch, okay? So that was number one. Ich verstehe ein bisschen Deutsch, aber ich spreche kein Deutsch. Nummer zwei. You understand a little Spanish and you also understand a little French. Okay, so just to double check, you're saying you, is that the du or the sie form? Let's go with a formal sie version this time. So let's have the phrase again for number two. You understand a little Spanish and you also understand a little French. Okay, so over to the listeners. So, you understand a little Spanish. That would be, I think, Sie verstehen ein bisschen Spanish. And you also understand a little French. Would that be und... Sie auch verstehen ein bisschen Französisch. Almost correct. What, what was wrong with that? Und sie verstehen auch ein bisschen 
Französisch. Okay, so the auch has to go after the verb. Ja. So sie verstehen auch ein, bis, ein bisschen Französisch. Okay. okay. So the whole phrase would be sie verstehen ein bisschen Spanisch und sie verstehen auch ein bisschen Französisch. Sie verstehen ein bisschen Spanisch und sie verstehen auch ein bisschen Französisch. Danke. Okay, Nummer drei. Number three. You understand some Japanese, but you don't speak Spanish. And do you want the do or the sie form? Well, let, this time we go with the do, the informal version. Okay, there's one slight problem here. I don't think we've done yet the do form for verstehen, to understand. How do you say you understand informally? Du verstehst. Du verstehst. Du verstehst. So following our verb lesson that our grammar guru gave us last week, we can work out that we put the ST ending on there. Ich verstehe, du verstehst. Ja, stimmt. It's ich verstehe, du verstehst, sie verstehen. Okay, so you want, you understand some Japanese, but you speak no Spanish or you don't speak Spanish. Yeah, and... Some Japanese is the same as a little. You can use the same German word. Okay. One last time then is you understand a little Japanese, but you speak no Spanish. So you understand a little Japanese. Du verstehst ein bisschen Japanisch. But you don't speak Spanish. Aber du sprichst kein Spanisch. Sehr, sehr gut. Perfekt. Just remember, in German it makes no difference if you say you don't speak any Spanish, you speak no Spanish, you don't speak Spanish. In German it's always du sprichst kein Spanisch. Okay, so for once German is more simple than English. <laughs> yes. Okay, I think we'll move on now and we're going to use lots of the language that we've learned in the past 10 lessons in a conversation. And this conversation is going to be taking place in a restaurant. So I'll take the role of Michael, uh, an American. I'm not going to put on an American accent. And I'm Friedrich and you're going to find out where I come from. Okay. So we'll see the conversation right the way through from the beginning and we'll actually see this whole conversation twice and then we'll talk about some of the phrases because there's some new things in here too as well as lots of review of phrases that we've previously learned. Hallo, ich heiße Friedrich. Es freut mich. Ich heiße Michael. Ich komme aus den USA. Kommen Sie aus Deutschland? Mm. Ja und nein. Ich wohne hier in Deutschland, aber ich komme aus Österreich. Ich bin in Salzburg geboren. Ah, Salzburg ist sehr schön. Sind Sie zum ersten Mal hier? Ersten Mal? Ich verstehe nicht. Ersten Mal? Uh, auf Englisch? The first time? Ah, also ja. Jetzt wohne ich hier in München, aber ich komme aus den USA. Hm. Wohnen Sie alleine oder sind Sie hier mit Ihrer Familie? Entschuldigung, ich verstehe nicht. Ist Ihre Familie auch hier in München? Ach so, ja, meine Frau und mein Sohn sind auch hier. Ah, schön. Wie heißt Ihre Frau? Sie heißt Karol. Sie sprechen perfektes Deutsch. 
Nein, ich spreche nur ein bisschen Deutsch. Na, leider spreche ich kein Englisch. Ich verstehe ein bisschen Englisch, aber das Sprechen ist schwer. Ich wünschte, mein Englisch wäre so gut wie Ihr Deutsch. Danke. Sprechen Sie Französisch? Ja, ich spreche Französisch und auch ein bisschen Italienisch. Wie viele Sprachen sprechen Sie? Noch einmal bitte ein bisschen langsamer. Wie viele Sprachen sprechen Sie? Zum Beispiel, Sie sprechen Deutsch und Englisch, aber sprechen Sie Französisch, sprechen Sie Italienisch, sprechen Sie vielleicht Chinesisch? Ah, ich spreche auch Französisch und ein bisschen Spanisch. Ich spreche vier Sprachen. Ausgezeichnet. Es hat mich sehr gefreut. Ich muss leider gehen. Ober, die Rechnung bitte. Danke. Es hat mich auch gefreut. Bis zum nächsten Mal. Viel Glück hier in Deutschland. Auf Wiedersehen. Okay. So, hopefully, in that conversation, you understood quite a bit. There were definitely some new phrases, which we'll go through later. But let's listen to the whole conversation again. And this time, we'll do it a little more quickly, a little more at normal speed. Hallo, ich heiße Friedrich. Es freut mich. Ich heiße Michael. Ich komme aus den USA. Kommen Sie aus Deutschland? Ja und nein. Ich wohne hier in Deutschland. Aber ich komme aus Österreich. Ich bin in Salzburg geboren. Ah, Salzburg ist sehr schön. Sind Sie zum ersten Mal hier? Ersten Mal? Ich verstehe nicht. Ersten Mal? Auf Englisch the first time? Also ja, jetzt wohne ich hier in München, aber ich komme aus den USA. Wohnen Sie alleine oder sind Sie hier mit Ihrer Familie? Entschuldigung, ich verstehe nicht. Ist Ihre Familie auch hier in München? Ach so, ja, meine Frau und mein Sohn sind auch hier. Ah, schön. Wie heißt Ihre Frau? Sie heißt Carol. Sie sprechen perfektes Deutsch. Nein, ich spreche nur ein bisschen Deutsch. Leider spreche ich kein Englisch. Ich verstehe ein bisschen Englisch, aber das Sprechen ist schwer. Ich wünschte, mein Englisch wäre so gut wie Ihr Deutsch. Danke. Äh, sprechen Sie Französisch? Ja, ich spreche Französisch und auch ein bisschen Italienisch. Wie viele Sprachen sprechen Sie? Ähm, noch einmal bitte ein bisschen langsamer. Wie viele Sprachen sprechen Sie? Zum Beispiel, Sie sprechen Deutsch und Englisch, aber sprechen Sie Französisch, sprechen Sie Italienisch, sprechen Sie vielleicht Chinesisch? Ah, ich spreche auch Französisch und ein bisschen Spanisch. Ich spreche vier Sprachen. Ausgezeichnet. Es hat mich sehr gefreut. Ich muss leider gehen. Ober, die Rechnung bitte. Danke, es hat mich auch gefreut. Bis zum nächsten Mal. Viel Glück hier in Deutschland. Auf Wiedersehen. Okay, we're going to pick up on some of the phrases in this conversation, particularly the new phrases that we've not heard before. Thomas, you said, uh, or Friedrich said, ich bin in Salzburg geboren. Yeah, it means I was born in Salzburg. So presumably we can replace Salzburg with any other town. So I could say, for example, ich bin in Edinburgh geboren. Yeah, or you can also replace it with the country. You say, ich bin in Deutschland geboren. Okay. Friedrich also said, sind Sie zum ersten Mal hier? Which means, are you here the first time? 
Okay, so is, is this your first time here, for example? Yeah. Ja. Sind Sie zum ersten Mal hier? Sind Sie zum ersten Mal hier? Okay, so we've had mal, as in noch einmal, again, so it's like the time. Um, are you, literally, are you for the first time here? Ja, that's correct. Sind Sie zum ersten Mal hier? Okay, uh, Friedrich asked Michael if he was staying alone or is he here in Munich with his family? Let's hear that whole phrase. Wohnen Sie alleine oder sind Sie hier mit Ihrer Familie? So, wohnen Sie alleine, alleine being alone? Yes, in English you would probably say, are you living by yourself? And then the part which talks about your family, listen again to how Friedrich asked, are you here with your family? Oder sind Sie hier mit Ihrer Familie? Let's just hear again, your family. Ihrer Familie. So that word, ihrer, ihrer, let's hear it in good pronunciation. Ihrer. Ihrer. It's a word, in this case it means your, so your family, mit ihrer Familie. It's a word that we're going to come across in a number of different forms, depending on the context in which it's used. Don't worry too much about that just now. I know all this because we had a long conversation about cases and things like that before we started recording this lesson. But don't worry about it. We'll get back to that another time. Okay, another nice phrase that was used in this conversation is when Friedrich told Michael, you speak perfect German. Have a listen to this. Sie sprechen perfektes Deutsch. So it's nice to make a, a compliment like this about someone's language. And it's very nice to receive that compliment. So hopefully lots of people will say to you, Sie sprechen perfektes Deutsch. And of course you can remind them, well, I, I've been listening to Coffee Break German. It's an excellent language course, coffeebreakgerman.com and so on. Now, another thing that Thomas or Friedrich said was, I wish my English was as good as your German. Listen to this phrase. Ich wünschte, mein Englisch wäre so gut wie ihr Deutsch. Now, if we were to go into the grammar of this, I just don't understand how this phrase works. But if we learn it as a, a phrase in itself, as a piece of vocabulary, then it's a really nice expression. And of course, I can turn it around and say, I wish my German was as good as your English. So would I say, ich wünschte mein Deutsch wäre so gut wie ihr Englisch. Richtig, sehr gut. And just as we've changed the languages in, in this expression, can we also change the language in Sie sprechen perfektes Deutsch? Yes, that's right. All the languages have the same gender, so you can just exchange them. You can say, for example, Sie sprechen perfektes Englisch, Sie sprechen perfektes Spanisch. Okay, excellent. Now, there was one other phrase that I'd like to pick up on from that uh, conversation, and that is the phrase that you used. It sounded like... Um, es freut mich, but it was slightly different. And I think it was used at the end of the conversation when we were saying goodbye. So what was the phrase? Uh, we mentioned, es hat mich sehr gefreut. So am I guessing correctly that this means it was nice to meet you or it has been nice to meet you? It was a pleasure to meet you. Es hat mich sehr gefreut. Es hat mich sehr gefreut. Es hat mich sehr gefreut. Another phrase we heard at the end was viel Glück here in Deutschland. So viel Glück just means good luck, which is a very nice phrase if you say goodbye to somebody or 
Okay, so let's hear that again. Viel Glück. Viel Glück. Viel Glück. Okay, that makes me think that there are a few other phrases that we really ought to cover in this first group of, of 10 lessons. Um, how would you say, for example, happy birthday? We would say, alles Gute zum Geburtstag. Oh, it's a little more complicated than, than happy birthday. Let's try that again. Alles Gute zum Geburtstag. Alles Gute zum Geburtstag. This would mean all the best for your birthday. And the Geburtstag, is that linked to um, Ich bin in Salzburg geboren? Yeah, translated, it's the day when I was born, the day of my birth. Okay, so Geburtstag. Yeah, okay. Alles Gute zum Geburtstag. And while we're at it, Happy Christmas? Frohe Weihnachten. Frohe Weihnachten. Weihnachten. Frohe Weihnachten. Frohe Weihnachten. And Happy New Year? Frohes Neues or Gutes Neues? Frohes Neues or Gutes Neues? Yeah, but Neues means new. So, good new year, Frohes Neues. And do you never say year? You wouldn't say Frohes Neues Jahr, but you can say Gutes Neues Jahr. Okay, and one final phrase. I'm thinking of phrases that people always like to learn when they're learning a foreign language. Uh, a bit of a strange one here, but how do you say I love you? Ich liebe dich. Ich liebe dich. Ich liebe dich. And I'm guessing that we're using the do form here. Presumably, if people are saying I love you, they already know each other quite well. Yeah. Okay, coming up after the break, we are going to be hearing some information from our cultural correspondent. All that in just a moment. Here at Coffee Break German, we want to help you turn your downtime into do time. Brauchst du mehr Übung? Join us on Facebook three times a week and put your German to work with our language challenges and cultural insights. As they say, practice makes perfect. Oder auf Deutsch, Übung macht den Meister. Head over to facebook.com slash coffeebreakgerman. Wir sehen uns hoffentlich bald. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Now, since we're talking about different times of the year, this lesson is going out around Easter. So let's hear from Julia about how Easter is celebrated in the German-speaking parts of the world. Over to you, Julia. Hallo Marc, grüß Gott Thomas und moin moin an alle unsere Coffee Break German Zuhörer. Ich bin's, Julia, eure Kulturreporterin. 
And today I will tell you about the German way of celebrating Easter. As in so many other countries as well, here in Germany people eat and give each other colorful Easter eggs on Easter Sunday. You can buy them already painted, but many families paint the eggs themselves together. This tradition is especially enjoyed by children. And of course, what they love even more is Eier suchen on Easter Sunday, which means searching for the eggs and other little presents that their parents hide for them. Uh, did I just say parents? Well, of course, the Osterhase, Easter Bunny, is the one hiding the eggs here. Mostly in the garden or in the park. And if there is this typical weather at this time of year, with a mix of rain, sun, hail and even snow sometimes, the Easter presents might also be found behind the couch or in the lampshade. On Easter Sunday then, as soon as you've found the eggs, there is this funny tradition of Eierrollen, rolling eggs downhill. The rules for this game might differ from region to region, but it is mostly the egg rolling the furthest that wins. Next to looking for little gifts, there are some other traditions as well. Obviously, Easter is the most important Christian holiday, which means that many people throughout Germany, Switzerland and Austria attend Mass on Easter Sunday. The night before, on Saturday, it is common to light the so-called Osterfeuer, Easter fires, which are bonfires traditionally lit to drive away evil spirits. Of course, there aren't any traditional celebrations without typical traditional food. It's very common to only eat fish on Good Friday, Karlfreitag auf Deutsch, and on Sunday the traditional dish is lamb roast, as well as Easter bread, which is a more like a cake than bread, and it's baked with yeast, nuts and raisins. The Easter weekend is a long one for German and Swiss people, as they have both the Karlfreitag, Good Friday, and Ostermontag, Easter Monday, off work whereas Austrians only have Easter Monday off. As usual, I hope you've enjoyed this little cultural insight into some traditions that we celebrate here in German-speaking parts of the world. I'll hand you back to Mark and Thomas in the studio. Bis bald! Okay, danke, Julia. Now, over these past 10 lessons, I really feel as if I've learned lots, and I hope you do too. I was really pleased to be able to take part in that long conversation, putting together all the words and phrases that we've learned and, of course, throwing in a few new phrases also. Now, each week we've been joined by Kirsten, our grammar guru, and we're going to go back to Kirsten now. I hope you've not got lots more complicated grammar for us today, Kirsten. Well, Mark is right. We certainly have covered a lot in the last few lessons. Today, since you're a bit tired, Mark, I'm not going to be teaching you anything new, but I'll be going over some of the things that you've already learnt. One of the first things we learnt about German is that all nouns, whether they are animate nouns like people or inanimate like objects, have grammatical gender, which is indicated by its article. We learnt the three definite articles, der for masculine nouns, die for feminine and das for neuter nouns. We also learnt how to talk about definite articles in terms of their case and can say that the articles der, die and das are the nominative case forms, the ones you would find in the dictionary and use when the noun is the subject of the sentence. 
Then we learnt about the changes that take place if the noun becomes the object of a sentence, or if it comes after a preposition like über. This puts them into the accusative case. That meant that der changed to den, but the other two stayed the same. We also talked about how adjectives in German change their endings to fit the gender of the noun they're describing. Remember, guten Morgen, guten Abend, but gute Nacht. Oh, and don't forget that when you're writing, nouns always start with a capital letter. Moving on from nouns, we also talked about verbs. Firstly, we learnt that in a simple sentence, the verb always comes in second position. But remember, it's not always the second word. So we had Ich komme aus Deutschland, aber jetzt wohne ich in Österreich. Then we learnt that after a modal verb like können, the main verb goes to the end of the sentence, like in Können Sie mir bitte die Rechnung bringen? Last time, we learnt the conjugation patterns for the singular forms of verbs. We took the EN off the infinitive and replaced it with the singular verb endings. E for ich, ST for du, EN for sie, and T for er, sie and es, which gave us ich komme, du kommst, sie kommen, and then er, sie and es kommt. And remember, du and sie are two of the different ways to say you. The first one for someone you know, and the second one for someone you don't. Wow, that was a lot. Don't worry if you haven't fully grasped some of those grammar points quite yet. The more you use them, the easier it'll get, and eventually it'll all become automatic. But in the meantime, you can head over to the Coffee Break German website for more information and helpful hints about language learning. Well done for getting this far in the course. I'm really looking forward to joining you again soon for more Coffee Break German Grammar Guru. So it's been a bit of a longer lesson today, but hopefully you've enjoyed using the phrases, the words and phrases that you've been learning over the past 10 lessons of Coffee Break German and hearing them within the context of the conversation. Hopefully you enjoy these little bonus phrases as we did at the end. And if you now ever come across a German you really like, you're now able to say, Ich liebe dich. Excellent. Don't forget that you can find out lots more about Coffee Break German at our website, which we've already mentioned on this show, coffeebreakgerman.com. We're also really pleased to let you know this week that the first of the Coffee Break German study packs for iPad is now in the iBook store. The study pack is similar to the members version of the course. It includes all the video flashcards for each of the lessons. It also includes the bonus audio materials, which allow you to practice the language that you've covered in the main lesson and all the text. So you get comprehensive lesson notes for every lesson that we publish. We've also thrown in a little quiz at the end of each lesson to test your understanding. Now, the study packs are available in groups of five lessons. So the study pack for lessons one to five is already in the iBook store. And shortly after this week's lesson goes out, that's lesson 10, we will add the second study pack for lessons six to 10. If you have an iPad, then head over to the iBook store in the iBooks application 
and there you will find Coffee Break German Study Pack 1. And you can download the free sample, which will give you most of the materials for Lesson 1. And you'll get a feel for what we're trying to achieve with these iBooks. One thing that we have to mention is that, unfortunately, due to the licensing arrangements with Apple for the iBook store, we can't offer free access to these iBooks to our existing members. Our existing members can, of course, access all the audio and video and text material through the membership system. And indeed, they will get first access to this material as soon as it's available. With the iBooks, we have to wait until the full series of five lessons for each study pack is published. We hope that makes sense to everyone. If you do have an iPad, we are sure that the iPad study packs are the best way to access Coffee Break German on your device, with everything in the one place and easy to find. Okay, das reicht für heute. That is all for this week, and indeed for this first section of Coffee Break German. We hope that you've enjoyed these lessons and we hope that you'll join us again in a few weeks' time for Lesson 11, the start of our next session of Coffee Break German. Until then, viel Glück und auf Wiedersehen. Bis zum nächsten Mal. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.